0: You're listening to episode number 361 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas.
2: Welcome to Vegas.
1: Las Vegas functions on a a 24-hour-a-day schedule the casino big volcano out in front
2: that's the eiffel tower bellagio riviera the mirage flamingo sahara and the mgm grand this isn't the real caesar's palace is it want to gamble they always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front
1: good luck
0: The strip
1: is just
2: the most amazing stretch of road, I
1: think, probably anywhere
2: in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Speaking of Patreon, we had the Evolution of Vegas Episode 3, How the Mob Came to Vegas, released on YouTube this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Cool. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. excited about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's what I love most about that. Mark is I and I know I've said this before, but for anybody who hasn't heard it or just needs to be reminded of it, you know, it's one thing when Mark used to release this stuff as a, um, you know, as a podcast. And I remember listening to it the first time it came out in podcast format to have it as a YouTube option just is an entirely different i mean it really is true what they say there some people learn by listening some people learn by watching some people learn by reading and people like tony need
1: both right and that's
0: exactly (laughs) it when you you can combine the two mediums it's it's just outstanding it's so cool so cool
2: here's something that i learned this week that uh i i i didn't know oyo has balconies Vital Vegas reported that. Really? Yeah, and I, I took a picture um, when it was Hooters, and um, I, I pulled it up and zoomed in on it, and you can see that you can open the doors, and technically, there's it's a it's, little, o- it's open it's air. Open air. Um, huh. Nothing but you and a safety rail.
0: Oh, that's, that is interesting. I, I remember that there used to be something similar to that. Actually, Imperial Palace, when it was still Imperial Palace, had uh, a little, a very small uh, balcony, very small. I mean, it was it couldn't have been much more than maybe right. uh, twelve inches wide, and you know. Th- three feet long, but it was but effectively that was exactly it as well. It was just you you could die if you wanted to.
1: Well that's what so I was I was dying. just thinking. I mean it, it seems like I was surprised we haven't heard about more jumpers at when it was Hooters because you think about it, you know, you lose your bankroll yeah. and then you're going back to your hotel at
2: Hooters and you're like, this is what my, my life has come to. Maybe maybe Hooters gamblers know <laughs> what they're doing and, and they they've got like a real reasonable daily limit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, oh, fair points. I I don't know if you're already staying at Hooters, though. I mean, you're that's not a nice thing to say. But <laughs> like, like, you know, it, it cosmopolitan. It, that's to me, that's a different story. You're look, if you can afford to stay at cosmopolitan, you're probably doing pretty well in life. Right. Like you're there. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're looking to blow some good money. If you're staying at Oyo and you've lost all your money, that's what I'm hand, saying. Though, and this is the worst part. Is it possible that Oyo doesn't have enough floors such that you just become a very uninspired triple oh,
2: person if you don't truly <laughs> die from the jump?
1: Okay, that, that's, that's, that's a little harsh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were having fun and then you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: that's, that's where the line gets drawn. Yep. Well, then fine. Let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas.
2: The Mohegan Sun pays Virgin eighteen million dollars a year in rent. We got that from Vital Vegas. I'm just curious as to what you guys thought. Like, does that sound like market value to do what they're doing?
1: I have no idea. No. I, but I, I, I did. Know. Go ahead, Tony.
0: Oh, I was just to say, probably, probably. I bet you the money that uh, Virgin is pulling in when it, you know, even when it was Hard Rock is. You know, 18 million is probably pennies, all things considered. So, yeah, Mohegan Sun gets a nice chunk of change every year, a la 18 million. And Virgin gets to go ahead and collect everything over that for operating the casino and hotel. Yeah, that seems.
1: Well, the the question is is it based on the hard rock pre COVID numbers, or did they adjust them in some way, shape, or form for what's going on now? But the other thing that surprised me um, that I saw this week, Tony, was a, a TV commercial. For the Mohegan Sun Casino.
2: Oh, right. And it said
1: nothing about Virgin. It did not mention Virgin (laughs) at all. Yeah, I was just like, okay, they're just completely branding these separately. Right. Which seems like a bad idea to me. It seems like you'd want to have both names out there. Or at least say it's, you know, the Mohegan Sun Casino. Well, that's how I refer to
2: it. The Mohegan, when when, when I talk about um, things, I say the Mohegan Sun Casino at Virgin.
1: Yeah, it didn't at least not that i heard because i was paying attention and i if they if they hit it it, or said it it was before you know i was totally zoomed in but i did not hear them mention it at all All which i thought was ballsy
0: right hmm that is intriguing all
2: right well let's move in then to the twit pick of the week only vegas makes or used to make signage that is entertainment in and of itself. This week's winner by at Vegas Never Sleeps shows us two classic icons no longer with us. The Imperial Palace and the Flamingo Plume sign. The two of them are absolutely mesmerizing. Signage, when done right, tells a story about an experience. In Vegas, that experience typically comes with a story about the best time you've had in your life. Oh,
0: hey, that's the end of
2: it. (laughs) Do you not agree with this picture, Tony, again? Are you gonna stir up controversy?
0: Uh, no, no, to to al to contrario. I, you know, it's got my beloved Imperial Palace is a part of the picture. There's nothing not to love about it. It's just it's it's a it's it's super old school, and I love it, and I miss it, and I think that to a certain extent. It should be, I I wish they would bring that back. I wish they would bring these really gorgeous marquees back to the strip and let you see. I mean, just looking at these pictures right now, right up front, you know, the front part of the picture has this razzle-dazzle, right? So we know that there's, which I I terribly miss, the whole um, booby headdress, showgirl (laughs) concept. They've got, you know, the shows that are being highlighted right there. Then you look at the Imperial Palace sign behind it. And they're highlighting clam chowder, $2 and (laughs) 50 (laughs) cents. Breakfast special, a buck and a quarter. Like I know your audience. I wish they would bring that back. They exactly, they did know their audience. And I I miss that a lot. I do. I miss that a lot. I wish I would have been, I wish I would have made it out to Vegas a little earlier in my quote unquote Vegas career than I did to, to have been able to enjoy some of these times.
1: Yeah. yeah, And I agree. I mean, I personally think that the, the current signage at the Flamingo is flashier than that plume sign that's on there, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, there's, a, there's a wall of lights outside that Flamingo <laughs> right now, but the IP sign is is cool to see because yeah. I don't mm-hmm. ever recall having seen that, I think, cause, but no, that I time IP was that. all the way yeah. up front. So right. um, yeah, it's it's cool and it's old school. And while I get that the new, you know, LED boards that they're putting up now allows for more flexibility with what they can show and everything, but, but it's just but still, not as... But still, they could
2: be creative. Like, think about what um, Caesars did with they, with their sign. Like that sign, that whole big interactive sign, yeah. like you can use, you know, digital technology. Just be creative with it. It's not, you know, just, well, look, we have a big giant sign, like another, another yeah. big rectangle.
1: That's no, right. It's a good, it's a cool flashback photo.
2: Yeah.
0: As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Man, we've waited a good year to be able to say this. Vegas rises.
2: Yeah, per Governor Sisolak, statewide social distancing ends on May 1st. It also says that strip clubs are going to open on May 1st again. They're they're allowed to be topless again. June 1st is the target date for a full reopening. That's 100% capacity. Clark County released their proposal for COVID enforcement and it's full of all sorts of exciting news, including the return of service buffets, day and nightclubs, as well as adult entertainment that I just mentioned. Yeah.
0: You know as a fellow who had covid and and you know went through the whole thing I don't remember getting covid from boobies that's interesting that now they can be right. topless that, that that's interesting that that's how we were
2: trying to solve got uh, we got to we gotta be safe who knows those things are, are magical they're <laughs> magical the, the,
1: the issue is you get so distracted by them that you don't you forget to social distance and you don't stay the six that, feet away that you were supposed to so well, yeah. because be men it. can't help themselves Part of, yes and they're so, such simple creatures sure. they, they had to stay covered yeah it's i true. love it
0: no this is this is very good news this is super exciting and especially in light of the fact that june 1 is the target date for a full reopening at 100 capacity that means you know vegas vacation 10 is happening at just the perfect time yeah right where if the there's only a little thing, bit of a
2: the only thing we're yeah, pulling for and we got to get everybody's positive energy towards this is open up the fucking borders let our canadian and european mm, friends yes. go
1: Yes, yes, yes. Right. That's, right. that's the big thing. Yeah. I will give you that. I'll give you that. Ooh, ooh. Something else that makes me <laughs> almost
0: ex- as excited as saying Vegas rises is being able to say that karaoke returns.
2: Yes. Eater Re- Vegas reports that the state of Nevada has approved karaoke and other open mic events to reopen at 50% capacity. The additional restrictions include keeping singers 12 feet away from others in order to be allowed to take off their mask. Establishments must also provide mic covers uh, that are replaced between performers. The Cat's Meow at Neonopolis is planned to reopen April 26th. So this weekend or no, Monday. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Ellis Island opened the day after the announcement.
1: (laughs) 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 Why do they got to be 12 feet away? I think because you're singing, you're more likely to projectile like your, your germs onto people. That's my
2: guess. That's my guess.
0: Um, I mean, listen. Whatever it takes, I'm 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 only going to slightly besmirch these, uh, what I call anis- uh, topical and antiseptic, you know, protections. I mean, realistically, at the end of the day, me singing, me belting out "Sweet Caroline," <laughs> is not going to get you COVID. Now, my bare breasts—that's that's different. That's an entirely different right. story. But <laughs> so
2: we've been warned
0: you 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 carry you karaoke your way and i'll karaoke mine (laughs) (laughs) and then then lastly for the news uh we have an usher residency
2: the rj is reporting that usher was in town last weekend promoting his upcoming residency at caesar's palace by handing out ush bucks (laughs) ush bucks are counterfeit looking currency with usher's face on them and other easter eggs promoting his upcoming residency one particular confusing place he and his entourage handed these out at was at Sapphire Strip Club. It didn't become an issue until some of the dancers tried to cash the bucks at oh. the end of the shift. Ownership, satisfied with the, how much real money the artist spent in the establishment, chalked up the experience to another only in Vegas. <laughs>
0: ah, that is brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. I can't even begin to imagine just how much tail usher must get on any given night because he's not married right like he's not like um he Chrissy was, Teigen's husband.
1: was he? he was but i think it ended very messily maybe he wasn't mm-hmm. married but maybe it's a baby mama but there was this, there was some ugly stuff going on with that yeah I don't,
2: I don't even know if usher's got kids does usher have kids i'm 95 percent sure he does
1: Maybe not that he knows about, but that's the best kind of kid. Oh jeez, <laughs> hold on, yeah, he's, he's got it. he's got three. See, I told you. Oh, all right, all right. I mean, hmm. But it's he's divorced though, all right. right? Like if you look at his marital status.
2: Um. Here we go. Spouse. He's been married twice and divorced twice.
1: Yeah. Oh. So he doesn't currently have any... any yeah, he is ladies. currently a,
2: a, a free man. Well,
1: he may have a girlfriend, but not... Right,
2: yeah. right. right. <laughs> or, or, or 14. Or, yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: Listen, I'm just saying, if... If I were as is is a nice looking fellow as is Usher is pulling in the kind of money and have it I mean, even my wife swoons when Usher comes on the radio. <laughs> like I mean just I'm just saying that well, the, the guy is
1: the guy can not, move too, so you know. Yeah. That's an interesting right. I wonder, would you go to an Usher residency? Yeah, I probably would.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That might be worth I, looking into. I mean, into. a lot of
1: his songs are very danceable and
2: I'm just no, super stoked for live entertainment to come back in any way <laughs> shape. Just please come back now. I, now, 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 now. Well, you can't come back now, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sooner the Get better. the dates on the calendar. That's right.
1: Well, I think one, one of the three concerts we had canceled is rescheduled.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. My Chemical Romance got rescheduled. Right. And Lady Gaga got canceled. Incubus got canceled.
1: Yeah, we had like a, a, what did you tell me? Like a $2,600 credit or something yeah, with from stuff. Ticketmaster oh, or something Ticketmaster. like that. Ticketmaster, yeah. Uh,
0: like canceled canceled, not even rescheduled canceled.
2: Yeah, they were yeah. all they were all COVID victims. Although my chem was rescheduled. My chem is the one that, yeah, that's what I said. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, they weren't all canceled then. They were, my chem was postponed. Oh, right. That's a big difference in all the wording for the ticket prices. Oh, well, for sure, too, because to a certain extent,
0: uh, and I only am having this conversation with you because my Billy Joel tickets got rescheduled for at least the second, maybe third time now, but they haven't been canceled. And so I'm, I'm just I, I at this point, truly, I would much rather have a concert be postponed than have it canceled because right. then at least I still have the opportunity to go see them.
1: Well, yeah, and the other thing is too is that at least Ticketmaster isn't giving you a refund; they're just giving you a credit. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so you gotta buy yeah, it, it. It's pretty shitty, but yeah. Then what are you gonna do? We don't have much of a choice.
0: Right. Well, and living in Vegas, I can't imagine for one second you guys are gonna. Have oh, a we'll, hard find time yeah, exactly. we'll find something. Yeah, we'll find exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of new no- noteworthy items. And first up state data shows that the number of active ride hailing drivers across Nevada is less than half what it was at this time last year. That is, Let me say that one more time because a year ago at this time we were right in the thick of COVID. It is half what it was this time last year. In response, Lyft is offering bonuses to those who refer new drivers, and that is ingenious. Yeah, Good something for like
2: three grand or something like that. It's awesome. Yeah, and there was some, one of the services I thought was
1: guaranteeing, like, how much you'd make an hour or something like that, but... Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it really, it, it what I've heard, it boils down to, so, and, and I don't know if this is a Nevada rule or if this is a federal rule, but there's, there's an issue with Um, the rideshare not being able to do surge pricing. So like on the weekends when it's super busy and traffic is hell and it takes you longer, you can't charge more. Why? It's there's some rule or something that's banning it right now because we're still technically in the pandemic. And so a lot of the drivers are saying, well, why am I going to fight all this traffic and all this crap on the strip for, you know, whatever this cheap amount is. And I can't get more for the surge pricing because right. it's going to take me longer. Yeah. So, um, that I think is one of the big drivers behind why there's are so few. Yeah. It was announced that Jabberwockies have signed a four-year extension to their residency at MGM grand this year. The dance troupe celebrates their 11th year of performing on the strip. God, we're getting old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bally's corp, not the casino of the same name in Vegas. Bought the tro- the Tropicana for $308 million. No words if they plan to rename the property.
0: Wouldn't that be wild you're, that Bally's isn't the Bally's that we know? Yeah, I know, right? It's, I'm it's almost still getting
2: confused, so just make it happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After five months of renovation, P.F. Chang's at Planet Hollywood has reopened. The flagship location has been on the Strip Oh, wow. For 20 years, I had no idea. Hmm. I truly had no idea. That's wild to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Huh. I don't know. No offense to people who love P.F. Chings, and maybe you can't get it in your hometown. So in Vegas, it's it's something new to you. But I just can't imagine for the life of me staying in one of the most beautiful, appropriately priced hotel resorts on the on the (laughs) strip and eating it a PF chain. I really that's,
1: can't. That's one of my big issues with this too. I mean, obviously it does a lot of business, especially because of its location, but I'm like, you're in Vegas. Why am I going to go eat someplace that I can eat in an airport? I, I, I agree. I, yeah. So a Las Vegas woman is accused of stealing $80,000 in watches from men staying at cosmopolitan. The encounters are believed to be related to prostitution. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and uh, by the way, the, that, that 80,000 in watches yeah.
2: was two oh. watches. See, that's, that's what you get. So
1: they, yeah, they, they that's picked what her up. you get for
2: wandering around with something they, that expensive. They met wrist. her
1: at a, at a bar in
2: Cosmo. This is, this is justice. I hope she gets off. Went back
1: up to their room and from <laughs> what I read was supposed to, like, order room service. And then the guys passed out and they woke up and she was gone and their watches were gone. <laughs> wow. So. But she had a very distinctive Only tattoo. Vegas. Well, yeah. But she had... I guess on, <laughs> on her leg, she had this gigantic tiger tattoo. Oh,
2: that they gave and, her away? And that... Yeah, that was how nah. they identified her. Tell me. <laughs> the new Pinball Hall of Fame has opened on the Strip. Just a stone's throw away from the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. A grand opening celebration is planned for this summer. Yay. Yeah, I'm excited to take a look at it. I want to see how big it is. I got a question. <laughs> That's what she said. I got a question. Is... um. <laughs> Is it on
0: the same side as Mandalay Bay, or is it on the other side? On the other side. Okay. 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 Very good. Uh, The NFL signed a deal for Caesars Entertainment to be the official sports betting partner of the league.
2: It's pretty big news, I guess, right? Yeah. I know. Why would you pick pick Caesars? I don't understand. Well, MGM has everybody but the NFL. Oh, that's true. Yeah. This is so Caesars made their only play.
1: Well, especially after they just bought William Hill. They got to try to get that usage up.
2: (laughs) Right. Right.
1: Boyd Gaming is offering not only COVID vaccinations to their employees, but a free day of PTO for those that partake.
2: See, that's awesome. I love I love when people are creatively going. Just go get your shot.
1: Well, they they know that half, of, especially after the second one, the likelihood of them having some kind of symptoms the second day is probably pretty high. So, they mm-hmm. just stay home.
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's clever. Resorts World announced that after seven years of planning and construction, they will open on June twenty fourth. This will be the first new property on the strip in over a decade. Reservations are available to book now. Do we want to book for like opening night? No. You don't want to do that? No.
1: Besides, I heard that not all of the resort's going to be ready.
2: Mm. So,
1: I'm not paying those prices. I mean, we live here. We can go stay on a weeknight for cheap if we want to. <laughs> right. I mean, we want to wander down to go see it. That's one thing, but...
2: Right.
0: EDC, also known as the Electric Daisy Carnival has been postponed until October 22nd and through the 24th. See this makes
2: it, this <laughs> makes sense like before when they were pushing it for May like like all of us were kind of like a little uneasy like um guys I don't think I don't think we're ready for this yeah. and they're like oh we're going forward with it like all right hey, here we go well, everybody. <laughs>
1: and it's just weird because it's like you know originally they said it wouldn't be until October and then like a, a couple days later because EDC said, if well, you don't let us do it in May, we're going someplace else. They right. said, okay, no, you can do it in May, and now it comes back out. Now that it's going to be
2: in October again. Right.
1: So, EDC must have really been bluffing that they weren't going to change locations.
2: I guess I don't know. I don't know.
1: The 45-foot-tall bronze Leo the Lion marquee at MGM Grand is currently undergoing a buffing to return it to its original shiny glory.
2: You know how those bronze statues get like a green tint to them, copper? The oxidation. Yeah. 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 So it's looking pretty sharp. Uber and Uber Eats have partnered with Marriott's loyalty program so you can earn points when using Uber.
1: Ooh, I like that. That is cool. The Whippets...
0: The live karaoke band that used to play at uh, the carnival court at Harris announced that Harris has no plans to bring the band back post COVID
2: shutdown. And there was no reason why being disclosed. That's a bummer. I'm, I'm hoping like they're still going to have live music. Maybe, maybe not this band.
1: I've heard real, I've never seen them, but I've heard really good things about them. Yeah. We've got some friends that like Aren't to they go down a live
2: karaoke band. Yeah. Yeah. A, the, did
1: you not read your notes that you typed did, out and uh, put yes, on here? I
2: did. Sorry. I was okay. having a conversation with you and hey, you
1: always give me shit for not did. paying attention to what's in the notes. So if you think I'm not going <laughs> to give it back to you,
2: <laughs> Welcome back, kids. <laughs> Have
0: you missed us?
1: <laughs> the niceties of the episode 360 are over.
0: Exactly, everything was all a bunch of you know group love. Uh-huh. Right,
2: right.
1: Now it's back to back to reality. <laughs> the MSG Sphere has begun installing its exterior exterior panels. It's easy for me to say. Hmm.
2: And Blue Man Group is scheduled to return to performing on June 24th.
0: Celine Dion and Carrie Underwood announced their residencies at Resorts World via a new commercial advertising the property. We'll have a link on the blog for those uh, who have not yet seen it. Have you seen it, Tony? Oh, not until I had, you know, read these notes here. And only then did I have the opportunity to to check it out. Listen, I, I, I hate to admit this, but the girlfriend that I was dating at the time when Carrie Underwood was on American Idol mm-hmm. made me watch American Idol. And so I know <laughs> Carrie Underwood because of American Idol. And, and so I've got a soft spot in my heart. Like I remember watching her being like this, she's cute. That's she's, awesome. she's talented. Like she's adorable to watch. And she has to the best I can tell some 15 years later, she hasn't changed anything anything about who she is she she still Uh at least appears or comes across to be very salt of the earth you know just like like I'm a girl from Oklahoma and I love to sing and I'm gonna Entertain you? Oh yeah! And I'm a quadrillionaire, and I right. support that
2: more. I love that. I love that.
0: Well,
1: and you left a couple people off this announcement, honey. It wasn't just Celine and well, no, Carrie. no, no.
2: They didn't announce them in this. They the, were in it. Yes, they were in it, but that's not what happened in this. They, the these two were actually finally confirmed. They were only rumored before that. Well, did, those other Car- ones were. Katy Perry's
1: already confirmed, already confirmed right?
2: Ka- that's right. That's why I didn't oh. put Katy Perry in here either because she. Okay, well, before. just
1: for the record, in the commercial, it's also Katy Perry and it's Luke Bryan. It's got Bryant, all of them. It's got and the, Tiesto, the two DJs. It's, got Zed,
2: yeah. it's Got, it's got them all Karen yes. are you happy
1: yes because I think, really I, think the way, the yeah, I think the way I think the way that this is written no. is is you Do know you misleading tell
2: them how the storyline goes no no
1: they can watch it if they want to know fine but I, in case they were fans of it I wanted them to know they were in the commercial oh. I think that's you
2: Tony deep sigh
1: no,
0: no. I just read the whip it oh, oh no I just read uh, Carrie Underwood
1: did you yes okay sure. virgin's hotel announced that they will open their new day club Aaliyah, June 10th. Still no word on when they will start using the venue, formerly known as The Joint.
2: I think that's their only saving grace. I mean, as we can see with Resorts World, Resorts World is really putting their money into into these artists. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it's made that place more appealing to me. Now I'm like, wow, they're going to have some pretty awesome names here. Like, I want to check that place out. Like, they've they've really changed my, my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean not that commercial, but <laughs> they, uh, the what, what they've invested in yeah. you know those names. Katy Perry, that's that's right up there with Lady Gaga. That's that's a gigantic get. Um, I mean Celine Dion, Celine Dion, but Katy Perry is touring the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they've got to get um, more things happening at Virgin to start drawing more people yeah, down there.
2: Yeah, and lastly, Clark County has officially dubbed the collection of new craft brew pubs located in the Arts District. Brewery Row.
1: Oh, that's easy to say.
2: I know, right? Especially when you're drunk.
1: <laughs> you going? We're going to a, brewery. Map, a
2: map is available via a link on the blog. It's going will be easier
1: to just call it the Arts District because that's nice. easier to say.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, well that's going to do it for News and Prop Bets. Let's move on to Coming Attractions. <laughs> attractions brought to you by vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in vegas in the future and can i tell you i had actually forgotten like as i and i know i've said this before on the podcast but i'll say it again i always get an opportunity to read through the script you know earlier in the day before we record and we got to this section i'm like these words don't sound familiar to me. Because <laughs> we
1: haven't like, done it I, in a long yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, it
0: literally took a, 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 a half second for my brain to click in and go, no, that, dude, that's because shit's starting to come back. Like, this used to be a right. part of the script. This is so exciting. I, I mean, not this one specifically. Kevin Farley, don't know who this guy is, is performing at the Plaza Comedy Works Friday and Saturday, April 30th and May 1st. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $25. That's
2: uh, uh, Chris, Chris Farley's, Farley's brother. brother
0: well shocker i hope he does like nothing more than an hour of like fat
2: man and a little I know, right? hey he
1: he was in a couple of the movies with chris farley i mean he he has he his has own little cameos. yeah he he had, had his own thing going on yeah. don't don't knock him too much good,
0: good for him good for <laughs> him.
2: <laughs> hey
1: hey the show tickets are only 25 bucks come right.
2: on come on throw him a bone
1: John Legend is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan, Saturday, September 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Do you like John Legend? I I don't dislike him. Yeah. He does a lot of love songs, which for me sometimes put me to sleep. Oh, gotcha. Um, I usually want something a little more upbeat.
2: Okay. Okay. Sticks are performing at the Venetian, Saturday and Sunday, September 25th the 26th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $75. I remember my dad playing sticks uh, on, uh, on his record player <laughs> as a kid. Uh, and you know how my dad listens to music. It's like fucking super loud. Yeah, that's where you get it from. Yeah, that's where I get it from. Um, so, like, this this I'm mildly interested in.
1: Well, yeah, because you also, like, he's confusing his uh, his iTunes, you know, Recommended recommended playlist because he's all of a sudden started going back and listening to Sticks and Journey, Journey and, and I don't know, all these other old rock bands. Right. And, you know, the iTunes is like, wait, you went from Corn and
2: Linkin Park
0: to we yes. don't
2: we don't know what to suggest for you, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, I I'm sorry, I think I skipped a, a a missed a beat here. Mark, are you the one going between Journey and Sticks to Corn that, that they can't figure out or yes. or are we still talking about your dad? No, no we're talking Mark, about it's Mark. Me. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I, I don't I didn't I didn't make that connection between one and the other. I'm like, well, your dad's got some really interesting music <laughs> preferences.
2: <laughs>
1: hey, Mark, Mark introduced him to Nine Inch Nails, which he loved. Oh. Lincoln Park, oh, okay. Lincoln Park, Sweet yeah.
2: Doggy still talks about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, that's, I love it. I love it. Okay, so sticking with giving Tony the people you've never heard of, uh, <laughs> someone by the name of Bill Burr, perhaps Aaron's. Great, great oh, grandchild. Lord, <laughs> is perform? Am, am I just showing my age? That yes, old man Snyder yes, doesn't you know are. who yep, Bill Burr is. Yep. Yep. He's performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Friday and Saturday, July second and third. Two shows a night. Shows start at eight PM and ten thirty.
2: Tickets start at fifty dollars a piece. I, I would go see Bill Burr. Oh, I would
1: too. I was surprised when this announcement came out that you were not wanting to jump on tickets.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I was struggling. I'm still struggling right now with with being able to sit still long enough to be able to do those and bill burrs he's he's funny yeah he's he's funny he's funny but
1: billy idol is performing at the chelsea at cosmopolitan for four shows starting saturday october 16th sunday october 17th friday october 22nd and saturday october 23rd shows start at 8 p.m tickets start at 40 dollars.
2: and lastly dave Chappelle and friends are performing at the mgm grand garden arena friday july 2nd Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount.
0: Did it say who the friends were? No, it did not. Okay. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Ah! So first up, we've got a 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and explored One Steakhouse at Virgin Hotel and Mohegan Sun Casino. Tell us about your firsthand experience.
2: Yeah, so the One Steakhouse at Virgin is brought to you by David and Michael Morton, the family behind the Morton Steakhouse. So there's mm-hmm. so if you've ever encountered that, this is what you, what you can expect. Yeah, that's
0: in their family, sure.
2: So, so what did we have, Karen, while we were there?
1: So we had their cheesy bread that came out in this little which you liked. I was an impressed. I thought bread. it was good. Yeah, I brought the leftovers home, yeah. but it was also served with like a salted butter and olive oil. That thing is always it
2: is always a good sign of good bread is when you take it with you. Yes, <laughs>
1: oh, those nuke up suckers for ten seconds and they're nice and, right. and warm again. <laughs> Um, I also then got a Caesar salad. I did um, filet mignon tartare for my entree. And then you had the six ounce filet. And then I ordered... They had these things on the menu called skins. Um, And I ordered two types. I ordered the smoked cheddar and I ordered the... uh, I can never say this right. The caviar one. It's the austera caviar. So that's what we had.
2: What did you think?
1: Um... The flavors of everything were all really good. Okay. The Caesar salad wasn't exceptional, but it was it was decent. Right. The tartare, the flavors were so good. It had capers and mustard and had a little quail egg on it, but it was cut in really big chunks. And oh, that's right. Normally right. tartare is, is super finely chopped, um, and so these were big enough chunks that... And I, gotta, I think I've talked about this before. Like I get my steak medium well mm-hmm. because I, I don't like the texture of chewing into that red right. raw
2: steak. I, you have to chew longer. I you don't do. like it.
1: And on a tartare, I don't have that problem because it's chopped up so small. Well, right. these were big enough chunks that you you had to spend a little bit more effort chewing it. In this. so that was a little off-putting yeah. for me. The skins, I had a little bit of an issue with. So when I, when I asked, because I asked the waitress what they were. And she said, well, they're, you know they're baked potatoes. They're hollowed out and you know blended up with with butter and sour cream and put back in, and then they've got toppings on them. And I thought, okay, well that makes sense. I said, is it you know, what one, one potato? Is it you know two potatoes? What is, what is she's like? Oh no, it's just one. I'm like, okay, well then I'm gonna order two of these to try them. Right. And it came out and it's a serving of three on each plate. And I'm like, well, right. well this is ridiculous. I shouldn't have ordered <laughs> right. this much. Um. And then when you got into it, it, it was. Like the, the potato had been hollowed out like it normally is on a potato skin. Yeah. And then it was filled with butter. And that it was it, butter?
2: It, it was a whipped butter. Really? I didn't know that was butter. It was butter. and, and I was when afraid I, of it because I thought it was sour cream. No,
1: it was butter. And when I say it was butter, it, was, it, it filled up the entire hollowed out potato skin and was probably a good at half to three quarters of an inch tall. And then it had, you know, the caviar or the cheese on top of it. Right, right. Way too much butter. I was hoping it was a mix of the potato filling, some butter, some sour cream. Right, yeah. That's what, And that's what she described. Right. And it, it wasn't. Yeah.
2: My filet was really good. At the time, I was like, oh, my God, this might be one of my top five. But we're working on something else right now where I, I revisited that. And I'm like, nope, it doesn't fit in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. it's still super good. It, I was really, really impressed with it. And and it's it's only like 50 bucks. I mean, it was
1: a six ounce. So normally you get an eight ounce, but yeah, it's a smaller steak, which you liked anyway. Right. The service, I will tell you, was
2: was top notch. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, they were on it. They were there enough. They were not doing that thing
2: where they were they were on it the exact amount of of time that they needed to be. And they stayed the hell away the exact amount of time they should have.
1: All right. So, I mean, the service was great. Everybody was friendly. I did, you know, provide them some feedback on the food because they literally had just been open. So I'm like, okay, right. I want this to, to do well because, like I yeah. said, the flavors of everything were delicious. Yeah, they I mean, were you just... weren't
2: being bitchy about it. You were, you were like, if anything, you were like, hey, I'm kind of a fan of what you're doing here and I want to yeah. help you out.
1: So I tried very hard not to be bitchy when you give constructive feedback.
2: <laughs> well, we, we, did a, we did a lot more. We, we've got several FHEs for you. The next one we're going to talk about is at Bang Bar by Momofuku at Cosmopolitan. Now, it's in the space formerly home to Pok Pok Wings in Bar 16. Bang Bar features freshly grilled flatbread sandwiches and rice bowls featuring spit-roasted meats. Karen's the one that tried this out. So, Karen, <laughs> how was it? It was delicious. Really? Yeah,
1: it was totally. I mean, and for me, it's like the perfect snack. So, if you order the the flatbreads, they're like little Asian tacos, basically, because mm-hmm. um, it had the the meat and it had a cabbage slaw and some pickled red onions on it. Um, along with a sauce and it like two tacos was uh, perfect for like a you know a, a small lunch or you needed some food to el- soak up some alcohol or whatever but it was delicious
2: yeah i absolutely love it. it is it a is it a must visit kind of a thing
1: i would highly recommend it really yeah i really would huh and i i do want to go back and try their wraps and you know they've got a couple other ways you can serve it up yeah. so i would like to do that and i ordered i did ask if i could get like one um flatbread chicken and one flatbread pork mm-hmm. and they ended up giving me both the same. Um, oh, oops. Yeah, which means I got to go back and try the other one. But um, <laughs> it was delicious. It was absolutely fantastic. Awesome. I would go back again. And That's the awesome. price point isn't that bad. I mean, it, I think it was $14, $13 for two of the flatbreads. Okay. And like I said, it completely filled me up. Yeah. So I would recommend it. All right.
2: The next one we went to was this place called Cereal Killers at Planet Hollywood <laughs> and the Miracle Mile Shops. It's it's a place equipped with over 100 cereals from around the world. Cereal Killers allows you to order from multiple pre-built options as well as build the perfect cereal bowl, waffle, ice cream, iced coffee, or milkshake. I love <laughs> this place uh, so much that I've gone back to it twice, a total of three times since we in, discovered it. In like it. a week. I don't know if it was a week.
1: Yeah, because we, did, we didn't let's go until it last weekend. Let's call it a
2: week weekend. and a half. And let's just do it wasn't, that. I'm not we went... comfortable with calling it a week. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we uh, so we've got four that we can comment on. Um, we tried the Big Debbie, which is an oatmeal cream pie shake. Karen tried the this ish is bananas with. Well,
1: so hold on, you have to go back and just explain what they do. So like what this. I thought but,
2: I did. Well, no, but not really. Okay, well you do so, a better job. So
1: this. Like, you see what you can do. I, I will. So <laughs> I will talk about mine, which was the this ish bananas because that was one that I ordered. Um, you. It's basically chocolate and bananas, but then you pick a cereal to mix into it. So they, I, I picked Cocoa Krispies because I thought, well, if I'm doing chocolate and bananas, you want something, you know, chocolatey to go in there with it. And the the guy that was making the bowl said, he goes, those are some of the best ones to mix in. So they they literally take a your shake cup and fill it halfway up with the cereal. And then they took um, like a banana, sliced it in half and stuck it in the cup. And they're like, okay, you can pick it up on the other side. So when they go to the other side, then they they take your cereal, um, most of it. They leave a little bit out for topping, and dump four big scoops of ice cream in there, and put the banana in and stick it on this. It looks like a it's
2: industrial
1: like a drill, drill yeah. blender, and they zhuzh it real quick, and then put a little milk in and zhuzh it again, and then. It,
2: By the way, I also had the strawberry pop tart in the funfetti,
1: <laughs> and but all no. of this stuff gets. Yeah, but the, but then it just magically one like comes is, out of the bottom into cupcake. the cup, and then they, they top it with whatever, you know, whatever filling you have on there. So like <laughs> I had a, like part of a banana on top of mine, and along with the chocolate sprinkles, right. um, the oatmeal pie one that Mark got, literally has two of those oatmeal pie cookies, the little Debbie ones with the cream in the middle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. One of them blended in one on top, and then the um, there's, there's a little Debbie oatmeal pie cereal, cereal yeah. that's blended into it too.
2: It was delicious.
1: I mean, this stuff is crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the, the Pop-Tart one, he had he had a full Pop-Tart. Had a
2: full strawberry Pop-Tart in it.
1: Stick it out the top and yeah. in it. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. But and I, I
2: highly recommend them. Like, it's, yeah. this is different from Boozy Shakes. This is, this is that, that might make it perfect. Yeah, that would make it perfect <laughs> if, if they could pull that off. Because they mix in milk, so you get that cereal milk flavor, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so that's what it tastes like. Like, they mix all the ice cream and stuff in there, but what it tastes like is cereal milk. Like, it's it's just so awesome. And it's
1: got this great big, um, you know, thick straw because the shakes are really thick, and plus it's got chunks of cereal in it. So you're, you know, slurping those up and getting little bites of crunch in the middle of everything. And there, it's a lot of sugar. Like I could only finish half of mine because it's, oh, wow. it's it's a meal. I mean, It is.
2: It, to, to be honest with you, I use it as a meal replacement because I'm like, if I'm going to cheat with this, I'm at least going to cheat and go, you don't get a real meal today. <laughs> you don't, you don't get, no lunch for you, sir.
1: Yeah, they're huge. I mean, that's just the small ones. They, they have a big version, which it's I, you'd much. have to share it with like four people. It's too much. I don't know how you could. Yeah. But it's it's delicious and it's fun. And if you're looking for a fun you know, dessert, ice cream break, especially you know
2: once super, you come out here and it's hundred and
1: ten degrees. Highly
0: sure. recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Well, before I need a uh, couple shots of um, insulin, can we move
2: on to the next one then? Yeah, absolutely. Because this
0: one, this one, I'm super excited to talk to you guys about. All right, all
2: right. <laughs> so Karen also, Karen and I also went and checked out Bugsy and Myers at Flamingo. It's in the space formerly home to Center Cut and the Cafe. Bugsy, uh, Bugsy and Myers Steakhouse is the newest addition to the Flamingo. Guests enter through the bakery facade, past the dry aged meat cooler, into the dining room. They had they had two things here that that
1: we didn't try, but we Mark didn't try, but they're mention. noteworthy
2: <laughs> because I think it I, I think it, it may tell a story. So for one, they have a thirty dollar old fashioned. I didn't try it, but I I, I was. And I it's wanted. a build your own. Yeah. So
1: you can pick your alcohol, then you can pick your, like your citrus, and then you can pick and they customize it for you.
2: Well, and they also have sauces for sale for like six bucks a piece, like for whatever it is that you're going to, your, your steak, and you can get on your steak.
1: Two, I mean, that's a little high price if they're going to charge an add-on for a sauce, but it's not unusual to charge for an add-on yeah, for a sauce.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying.
1: I'm just saying. Okay.
2: The bread I thought was amazing. I don't. I don't remember if...
1: Oh, it was yummy. Yeah. It was like a little sourdough roll that pulled apart into three pieces. Yes. And it was topped with unpar- shredded Parmesan on top. Yeah, it was crunchy. And had a salty salted
2: butter that came with it too. Yeah, yeah. those were really good. It was awesome. So we ended up getting um, together the mac and cheese, mm-hmm. although what we did learn uh, after getting it is that it has truffle in it. That was never listed. No one ever told us. It wasn't
1: listed on the menu, but it yeah. definitely, yeah. Mark, Mark tried it, and he said, there's kind of a bitter taste that I'd like, try to bite, and I'm like, that would be truffle.
2: Yeah. Uh, we also got the Yukon Gold potato puree. I got the eight ounce fillet, but it got it butterflied without asking, which we, we've talked about before. Is kind of a no no. Yeah. And lastly, Karen got the free range roasted chicken. Karen, what was your experience?
1: My food was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That and I, I wasn't in the mood for steak, and I know it's a steak place, but that chicken was delicious. It had a fantastic pan sauce on it. It had um, haricot vert on the side, and of course, those whipped potatoes were. Yeah, those came home with me because they came out in a tub. Like it was a portion yeah. enough for four people. So even though I, I made a good dent there, they came. I, they were coming home with me. I wasn't wasting those.
2: I was super disappointed in my steak. Uh, I, I, I so I like to get a steak just medium well. Just just give it to me. Give, give me <laughs> impress me with with your seasoning or whatever. But I like them just just straight. And I realized the way that they're charging for sauces is that these steaks were meant to be used with, with a sauce. And yeah. I think that that might have been one of the problems that why, why I didn't have a great experience at Bugsy Meyer,
1: but our waiters were cool. I mean, yeah, everybody was fine. We didn't, you know, it was a good time, good service. He's like, Oh, well, what brings you out to Vegas? We're like, um, you live here, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is always fun to say to people. But yeah, it's a, and I asked Mark at the end of the, the meal, I said, would you go back? And his no. answer was, yeah. yeah,
2: I wouldn't go back.
1: Which I would, because, you know, my meal was delicious.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Mark, that you had a, a less than stellar experience there. When when my wife and I hit it up, uh, one of their first opening weekends, um, if not the opening weekend, it was certainly within a, a, a weekend or two. Uh, you know, we, we had a wonderful experience. Our, our server was dynamite. The food was outstanding. Now, I did you know my wife did notice some of your comments on or at least karen's comments on on twitter and she said to me and i'm going to relay this to you she said the only thing that might be different from your experience versus our experience was we still had the food network uh executive, executive chef, chef there. winner yeah yes at the time so it's possible although unlikely but Possible, They may have changed up their menu since we were there. And even if they didn't change up the menu per se, you know, an executive uh, chef is, is uh, you know, is, is an entirely different person in the style and the flair right. that they bring could have. Dried out your steak could have made it maybe a little more done than you wanted it, maybe a little
1: underdone than you, how you had wanted it. It's
0: just the, I, I am disappointed to hear. I that thought you, the doneness,
1: the doneness thought it was, was good it just yeah. the seasoning
2: was was unimpressive. Right,
1: Mark just likes to like I said he just he's he's a simple guy. He just wants a big old slab of meat in meat front of and him and just that's all he needs. Yeah, uh, or mac and cheese in fancy, most cases.
2: So that's that's fancy. That's that's me and fancy <laughs>
1: mac and cheese. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> the the issue that I do have with mac and cheese because it. it it did not say in the menu that it was truffled, and truffle is such a strong flavor. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't have got it if I wouldn't have known it was truffle. Yeah,
1: I mean, and at first I thought, well, you did did you get the lobster one? Because they have a lobster mac and cheese that's like
2: that had truff- twenty four dollars. Yeah, and it did mention truffle
1: on on that, that one. one. It, it that must be the only addition is the lobster yeah. into it, but it yeah oh, okay. it didn't say it specifically. So, I mean, the space is is cute. I'm glad we didn't get seated right along that walkway rail.
2: Yeah. Because really it's open, you, you know,
1: yeah, that, that well, and you get people walking by staring at your food
0: well, yeah, while you're eating, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no offense to the good people that like to stay at the Flamingo. Cause I've stayed there a handful of times and I love it from its historical value, but you're not exactly getting uh creme de la creme of <laughs> Vegas tourists. Seeing a f- flamingo walking past you, so yeah. I don't want I don't want your stinky breath anywhere near <laughs> my fifty nine dollar fillet. So, right. <laughs> I no actually if I had to do it to get and this is this is what I would tell uh, anybody that's thinking about checking out Bugsy and Meyer. I would see if you couldn't potentially get two spots at the bar, particularly once this 100 percent capacity comes back to being a thing. I think the best service in any restaurant, and I don't care how high end you're at, when you've got the one on one attention with the bartender, Mm -hmm. you will literally never be for want of anything at the bar.
2: It's so. true.
1: And it's we, true. we do that a lot, too. If they're good. Yeah, yeah, we do that a lot, too. But I think with this, because we, you know, it's still a little up in the air whether you can reserve a spot at the bar. Did you need a reservation or not? So we just went ahead and got a reservation to, to
2: sit there. Oh, down. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but, yeah,
1: no, yeah. I, I, I think that's a good suggestion because their bar looked kind of cool.
2: Yeah, mm. it did. And then one more place we checked out this week for the first time mm-hmm. is Primrose at Park MGM. And Primrose is Park MGM's brunch place, just off the check lo- the in lobby. Open daily from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Karen and I had. Well, Karen had the eggs Benedict, which had ham, hollandaise, and blue crab, and I had the brioche French toast with cinnamon crust. Karen, what did you think of yours?
1: Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, because it you you had the option you could get a regular um, Benedict, or you could substitute the blue crab meat for yeah. the Canadian bacon. Oh, man, that was good. Really? With the hollandaise sauce on top of it. The, the one thing I will say is, and I mentioned this on Twitter, um, one of my eggs was actually hard-boiled and not poached. Oh, um, right. <laughs> but it was... Well, it, it is. And, you know, somebody mentioned on Twitter that they would have said that back. And I said, you know what? I would have, but I usually can only eat one half of a Benedict anyway. <laughs> and fortunately, the egg that I cut into first was the one that was poached. Nice. Oh, nice. So I just, you know, kind of... Got the rest of the holidays and scraped the crab meat <laughs> off the other one because I wasn't going to let that go to waste. <laughs> and their I bloody marys that. were tasty too.
2: Yeah, that's great. I uh, ah. my beer brioche French toast was was un, uneventful. I was not a big fan of it, but it being, was
1: thick. This thing came out ridiculous. and it was like three to four inches thick. I'm not kidding you. It was huge. Yeah, it was absolutely and gigantic.
2: That, the the cinnamon crust made it made it really hard.
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: Um. So I wasn't a huge fan of that. I didn't think it added that much flavor. What it took away in chewiness, or whatever. but would you
1: go back and try something else I there? Would,
2: yep, yep, I would go there. And, try I, it, else.
1: and the service was good. It's a cute little space. Um, it was the warmest spot we found in the casino. True, because the casino was a nice. Casino ice box. is
2: freezing cold.
1: Yeah, I mean it was ridiculously cold. Like Mark's teeth apparently were chattering. Not,
2: yeah, apparently non-smokers like it like it really cold.
1: Are they have better circulation.
2: than I, I don't know, but. <laughs> Yeah, but um,
1: and and I think we should say for the record, we didn't do all of these things in a week. Well, yes, yeah, since, since like we last since we last
2: talked, <laughs> right? We did. Well,
1: and stuff. even the, we had the the Vegas Vegas or the the special episode in there too that was a. That's right. So you know we aren't bopping around like this all the time,
2: right?
0: I I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. How individually, let alone both of you. Aren't eight hundred pounds per person living in Las Vegas? I, I tip my hat to you because it, I I I couldn't do it. Most, I most I of our act, meals
2: come home with us at the end of the evening. Oh
1: yeah, right. I mean, and it,
0: fair
2: if, point.
1: Well, and that's even the thing with, with Bugsy. I had half of my chicken and like all of these like three quarters of the potatoes left. Mm-hmm. You know that, and he's like, "Do you want dessert?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Where I can't? I didn't even come close to finish this." And I would have like, looked at dessert. Oh, I thought if, you were saying he had, had a
2: better experience. I would have looked at dessert. I don't know why we're out. I love getting dessert. It's it's a fun thing.
1: Yeah, we can do that. But no, it's, I mean, we don't, we still don't eat much. So even though like in Vegas you can get, that's why like, you know, Tony, when you and your wife come to town, I love going out because then we can get a bunch of stuff and and try it all because otherwise the portion sizes are normally so huge. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to have leftovers for, you know, days with this stuff, but yeah. Oh, well justifies the price when I can get multiple meals out <laughs> of it.
0: Easily. Absolutely. Well, and that was one of the most fun things that my wife and I even commented on as since we've been home from Vegas back from, you know, in February was how many great places we got to experience that individually just like as her and I we would never right. go out and go do those things but yep. add in a third person not only does it just overall dilute the um, the overall expenses but then someone i.e. you can literally take it home and enjoy it afterwards <laughs> the amount of food my wife and I throw away i mean i yeah. proverbially literally the the restaurant throws it away is, is is disgusting. Like like I'm I'm it's gluttonous is what it is, but they just give you such giant portions.
2: Yeah, I I agree. And with I you. can't
1: finish it all. Well that's another reason I like some of the the restaurants that do the smaller tasting menus or like tapas menus like Haleo and Bizarre Meat, because they give you smaller portions so you can order more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And frankly I'd rather have them charge me a little bit less. And give me a little bit yes. less.
2: Yeah, I agree. To yes.
0: Allow me because you will get more money out of me if you charge two, three, four dollars per plate less. But then cause me to order it even even one plate will likely compensate for the quote unquote lowered price yeah. of the other three that I've just. Placed in order of so that it's inherit. excess
1: in Vegas. So yeah. you know.
0: it is. It is, yep. and I and I respect that and I and, we are, and we are we, town. <laughs> someone that uh, that exactly that can take advantage of that. Yep. All right, all right. Well that's gonna do it then um, for the FHE. Let's move into some amazing listener feedback. Okay. So it looks like first up we've got a voicemail from Josh aka at Cherry Drank. I love that <laughs> Cherry Drank on Twitter. Can we listen
3: to that? Yep. Hey, Mark, Tony, and Karen. It's, uh, Josh, at uh, Jerry drank on Twitter. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to just, I guess send a nice little note to you guys and, uh, especially thank Karen for, you know, giving us the recommendation to, or eat at craft steak. That was awesome. It was probably the best meal, um, I've had in, in Vegas for sure okay. and uh, yeah I mean that steak man that steak was really really good and now I'm not somebody who usually goes to a lot of uh, steak houses so I, I don't have a ton of experience to kind of you know pull back on but um, we did in August go to Bugsy and Myers, mm-hmm. in Flamingo and for pretty much the same price I thought the meal at Craft Steak was better. The service was good at both places. Uh, the drinks were very good at both places. Um, I think the real difference was in that steak. Uh, I, I don't know what what they do to the steak at Craft Steak. <laughs> Maybe it's that you know, that that wine reduction or, or, or whatever they finish it in. But that steak is just was just something else. I, I got a bone in ribeye at both places and it was just I mean it was great. The the sides were good at both places, but that steak was just something else at uh at craft steak and I'll tell you man that dessert we got the the monkey bread it mm. was delicious and they actually brought us out a nice little uh nice little cake for um, for our anniversary so oh, so that was kind oh, of a nice little touch there um I did want to touch on a couple of other things that you guys had brought up on earlier places um, particularly uh I know you guys talked about Hell's Kitchen and I kind of agree with you I think that it it's a little expensive for what it is i always get the the fixed menu um Mm -hmm. i think it was like i got it for lunch once and i think it was like 55 and i think last time i got it for like an early dinner and it was 65 and i got the full filet scallops and the sticky toffee pudding and i mean for 75 bucks it didn't seem insane uh, especially with the dessert um and the service there is always good. So yeah, I, I think maybe it's a little bit too expensive. Um, I've never ordered off the menu, so maybe the menu itself is expensive. But if you are going to go, I think the um, the fixed menu is the way to go. Um, I also have to agree with Tony. I know I bashed him last time for his uh, unabashed love for for all things Caesars, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think your guy Fieri hate it's a little much, Karen. Uh, I, I went and I ate at his place in the link, the Vegas Bar and Grill, and I wasn't expecting anything, but I'll be honest, I, I think I got the Trash Can Nachos, and the bits of pork that were in that Trash Can Nachos are some of the best pieces of pork I've ever had. I don't know what it was, but hmm. it was really good, um, on, you know, I mean, everything else, it's just what you would expect, right, like, yeah, you know, I think we got, like, some margarita with Sour Patch Kids in it, and... I mean, what do you think it's going to be? It's going to be sour. It's going to be really sweet. I mean, that's what it was. Um, I thought it was fine. Uh, it was no different than kind of getting one of those slushy drinks, I guess. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 pro Guy Fieri. I, I agree with Tony all the all the things he does for you know the community and everything. I think outweighs his. Uh, what might be outwardly uh, I know, douchiness, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to thank you guys and, and especially for that Craft State recommendation. You guys always have uh, great, uh, great recommendations for places to go. Um, and yes, my vegetarian wife was able to eat enough there. Nice. She mm-hmm. got... Uh, we split an arugula salad and she got the tomato mozzarella well i think it was just mozzarella i don't think it was actually tomato uh appetizer Mm. and you know we just split a lot of sides and i I mean that's what she really cares about i mean she's she's happy if you get some potatoes in there so uh (laughs) we got the potato puree it was delicious i ate some of those mushrooms which were great so once again thank you for the recommendation it was an awesome meal and uh, i'll talk to you guys later that was awesome. Thank you, I got Josh.
1: worried when he said, okay, first up, Karen, I'm like, uh-oh, what did they do?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and it was funny because I remember he was looking for recommendations in steak, steak places. So I rattled off a couple and he's like, okay, yeah, I just have to make sure they've got a vegetarian option for my wife. I'm like, you didn't tell me you were taking a vegetarian. Ice, <laughs> like, what's a That's a major detail. <laughs> but no, I'm glad, I'm glad they enjoyed it. Yeah, the crust Steak, is a, it's, it's a good restaurant. So I'm glad they, yeah. they had the same kind of experience we did. Yeah. And I, right. I I don't care if my dislike of Guy Fury is irrational. I won't. I, I won't. <laughs> it is, it is, right?
0: <laughs> Listen, I I have never been to either Craft Steak or Hell's Kitchen, so it's always fun to get to hear listeners' feedback on you know some some places that are new to me. Uh, neither one of them are necessarily not on my list per se. Although if I had to concede something on the podcast, friends. I think my wife may have the same feeling about, um, uh, um, shit. Who's Hell's Kitchen guy? Ram- Ramsey. R- Gordon, Gordon Ramsey. Ramsey. I think my wife may feel about Gordon Ramsey the way you guys feel about Guy Fieri. Nice.
2: Huh.
0: So that may be one of the last places we get the opportunity to try. But for what it's worth, Josh and didn't for that matter. My <laughs> wife wanted to hate Guy Fieri until she saw just all until she legitimately looked into all of the good that he does. And you're like, Well, how how can you hate a guy that is just this legitimately
2: good to his core? So you, take you, it for what it's worth. People take can be good them. to their core and douchebags. Let's let's <laughs> let's not it seems like people are doing a either or like like you can't be a douchebag and also, you know, help out kids in, you know, Food fucking, service workers yeah, and all the charity stuff that he does. I mean, does. I'm not saying that the guy, I, I, if I ever met him, I wouldn't be shitty towards him. You know, it's not like like the, the hatred that I had for Gordon Ramsay where I would have fucking told that guy off.
1: <laughs> well, and, and Tony, has Jen ever seen any of the MasterChef Junior um, cooking series? Yeah, he lightens you up
0: right yeah no she, no she has not no she,
1: she has not it's, but it's, it's, I, it's she's magical how they, they she should watch tease. that because I in general just thought the guy was an asshole until I watched that and I'm like okay there's a show that he's putting on here someplace Excellent. she's
0: so. actively said I can't watch that show because I know I will start to like him and I've already come to <laughs> like right, that theory there so I can't like both of them <laughs> I have to hate one of them <laughs>
1: I I won't judge her on her dislike if she won't judge me on mine.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Speaking of someone that we should pass judgment on, because I I can't quite tell if this was a backhand compliment to me. Let's get an email from (laughs) Hugh from Nashville.
1: All right. So an email from Hugh says... Words cannot express what your podcast has meant to me on a weekly basis. When I started a new job years ago that had me on the road nonstop away from my family, I thought that I was going to be stuck hitting the search button on the radio for the rest of my life and feeling lonely. Then somehow I discovered podcast and specifically this one. Being a huge fan of Vegas anyway, let's just say you were the yin to my yang. I couldn't listen to past shows fast enough and I found myself looking forward to hours of windshield time. Y'all became my road family. Mark... The outspoken leader who shared his personal struggles and ups and downs with me, but always somehow found a way to laugh, to make me laugh, and to make me feel like whatever he's struggling with, he was going to get through it. Mark's passion for Vegas is simply something to behold week after week, month after month, and year after year. I am waiting for someone to recognize your unparalleled love for Las Vegas and give you a key to this city. You definitely deserve one. Hells
2: yes, I'm down for that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Karen, Mark's foodie better half, who'd never shy away from telling Mark or Tony when they were wrong, mistaken, that their opinions were just stupid. <laughs> Karen is the house mom who was always taking care of Mark when he needed it, and I think most listeners would agree, we always knew Karen was going to take care of Mark no matter what dark place he slipped Aww. into. Stop. No better, no better woman for the job if you ask me. While she may not have children other than cats, in a way she feels like my podcast mom, and I'd bet many others feel the same. And keep the F-H-E's on restaurants coming, Mama.
2: All right. Well,
1: by the way, I, I do have a dog, too. So. I'm a mama <laughs> to two cats and a dog. And then there was Uncle Tony. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Where to start? Like all of those Uncle Tonys out there, he sometimes hit the sauce a little heavy and slurred his speech when the cast would run long on a Friday night recording. <laughs> sometimes he was a little long-winded. I mean, what attorney doesn't like to hear himself talk? Just kidding. But he was always the Uncle Tony that made you feel like you could ask him for five dollars and he'd give you a little shit for it. But he'd always loan it to you and forget that he did after a few drinks. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll give you a lot more than five dollars if you play your cards (laughs) right,
1: jackass. He'd smoke a cigar with you, explain how to play pie gal to you, or put an arm around you and say, "Remind me what your name is." (laughs)
0: I don't know if this fellow's ever hung out with us, but
2: that is me to a T. It's hard to remember all the names. It it is. There's
1: so many names. (laughs) Every family needs an Uncle Tony, and I wouldn't trade ours for anyone else's. (laughs) And I guess we also have to mention Alistair, who is basically the redheaded stepchild who randomly showed up at family gatherings, made everyone laugh because his sense of humor was so different than everyone else's. He'd take a shit in the master toilet and not flush, and then poof, (laughs) he was gone, leaving everyone else to wonder, who was that guy from across the pond with the accent who didn't flush? <laughs> <laughs> Poor oh Alistair. God. You all have made a difference in countless lives with your podcast. Your stories, laughter, voices, and views on Las Vegas and life in general have brought smiles and laughter to this world and, most importantly, to my life. Alrighty. My most favorite episode is, other than the one where you read my trip report about my wife getting food poisoning from a soft pretzel, me running from PH to 2am down to CVS at Bally's like a good and caring husband, only for Mark to say... Well, that was stupid. Mega Walgreens was white there, and why did he run down to CVS? <laughs> but, yes, that was stupid on my part. Episode 163, Mark eating Flaming Hot Cheetos, or was it Fritos? Fritos. Oh. In the bathroom, oh. including off the floor, gag, while Kieran was asleep. The picture you painted was just too damn funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny when we were living through it. Keep up the good work, fam. I dream of being able to bring the wife out to a 360 Vegas, get together, and put faces with the name someday. Keep making a difference,
2: Hugh from Nashville. Thank you, Hugh. That was an amazing email. That was so nice. Yes. I like emails like that.
1: Keep those coming. I know,
2: right? Talk about (laughs) making yourself feel good about yourself. Or making yourself feel good about yourself. You know what I mean.
1: He made us feel good about ourselves. Yes. That's what you meant. Very sweet. Thank you, Hugh. And we do hope that, that you get sweet. to make it out yes, at some point, absolutely. too. Absolutely.
0: Right? Come on, you were trying. <laughs> and Two a year, moving
1: them around, not necessarily at
0: the proper time, say my birthday or mm-hmm. Labor right, Day. Right, mm, right. Please.
1: Uh. <laughs> and don't feel like you've got to wait for a Vegas vacation. If you guys are out Let's, here, yes, you know, give us know. a heads up because some of us are most likely going to be here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. All right. And then finally, we've got uh, our beloved James Jones, who always keeps us in stitches. Why don't you go ahead, Karen, read us his email.
1: All right. So our dear buddy James says, I got back from Las Vegas a few weeks ago. I was originally taking a road trip to Vegas by myself, but then as things happen, when you go to Vegas, my father-in-law and brother-in-law invited themselves. Despite that, I had a great trip. <laughs> I love
0: it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, James, I love you, dude. Keep going. Keep going. I,
1: I am. If you, if you you know, give me a minute I here. Can't,
0: I can't help it. That's <laughs> awesome. Despite my father-in-law and brother-in-law. Hey, listen, James, I've said to so many people you don't just marry your spouse you're, you marry your spouse's family yeah. so yep. I get this line
2: 100%
1: <laughs> I did a brewery crawl I tried to do in February in the arts district and went to Abel Baker Hut-
2: Huddle I think
1: is, is it okay we're missing a letter I think letter. That's an L okay. I'm not sure Well I think it's an L but it,
2: it's Hoodle.
1: I don't know Hold. I've never heard of that Hold. one now I gotta look it up sounds uh, like you guys should go there and find out it does Right, exactly. got homework for the weekend Three Sheets Taproom, Craft House Brewing, and the Mad Fermentist. Abel Baker, I've been there before and is the most popular but was not my favorite. I enjoyed the Mad Fermentist the most. It was a small place right above Three Sheets Taproom. They had the most unique beers of all of them. I had a great conversation with the bartender about local beer and the area. Nice. Nice. I had the Dynamic Equilibrium Hells, a light beer on a good, nice day. Good on a nice day. I also had some good beer at craft house and had a beer slushy called carrot craze. (laughs) I was not sure about a carrot beer slushy, but it was really good. And I'd get it again. Nice. Yeah. That, that would make me pause.
0: (laughs) Uh, Listen, that's the best sort of endorsement, right? When all of us are like, Oh, that sounds awful. And it's like, no, no guys, not only was it good, I'd get it again. (laughs) That is the best (laughs) uh, endorsement you can give.
1: I was also going to go to Nevada brew works, but it was not open. I was told Bar Rescue was there. Nevada Brewworks was going to open that day, but I was not willing to wait. During our beer crawl, I thought I could use some tacos, so I went to Tacotarian. The tacos are good with, at fair price, a lot of vegetarian options, as well as the traditional choices. I had a great time in my crawl and plan on doing it again. The great thing is all of these breweries are within about a two-mile radius. Yeah,
2: yeah, you can just walk to them. Oh,
1: and cool. it, there's more coming. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I also had drinks again this trip at the Legacy Club. Once again, great drinks with wonderful views. The only thing noteworthy on this is they had an event that night for the top forty under forty most influential people in Vegas. I think we were I think we were where the only people there that evening that was not a part of the event. <laughs> oh. I recognize some of the faces, but Did not really know who anyone was. (laughs) Well, and we wouldn't be there because unfortunately we're all. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: but like I that (laughs) what makes me want to vomit on this microphone right now is to think that I'm none of us are could have made that list of the top 40. (laughs) 40. But of course, James, buddy, I hope you were at least, you know, age appropriate for
1: the group. I mean, of course, though, that's why. That's the only reason why we were invited. Just, right. just of
2: because. Of course. Right. Yep. Yes. <laughs> One other
1: quick note. I was playing video poker at the bird bar and the bartender and asked the bartender about the shot sizes. I asked if it was a full shot or three quarters of an ounce. He stated that it was still a full shot, but other bars besides for the link are moving that way. I recommend right. being careful when you're in Vegas purchasing a mixed drink at a casino bar belonging to Caesars.
2: Yeah, agreed.
1: Lastly, I want to thank Tony on a book recommendation he made a long time ago. I listened to an audiobook while driving called The Rooster Bar, and the book was as good as Tony said it would be. Sincerely, James Jones.
2: Thank you, James. Once again, another great email from James.
1: Very informative. Yes. I, right? Like, at some
0: point, James, w- when your emails stop being as outstanding as they are, we'll stop reading them. But until then, <laughs> like every time, because quite frankly, his email makes me, I mean, well, let me take a bit Let me finish one thought and then I'll jump in the other. Yeah, His so. email makes me want to go in and, and bar hop with him.
2: Right. Yeah. And yeah.
0: after you guys took my wife and I to the arts district for the sake of being able to have dinner at Esther's kitchen. And then we uh, we we did try one particular bar, but they were a little busy. So we went on to the Velveteen Rabbit. Like this sounds Like a wonderful way to spend an evening. If you want to come into Vegas and you want to stay on the strip or even stay downtown, it's, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. But you wanted to do a night off from the strip or a night off from Fremont Street, I would highly recommend the Arts District. And frankly, James email here about all of the really cool breweries that you could check out that are just minutes of, of walking from one to the next, you would not be sorry. I don't, I don't think you'd be sorry at all on how you spent your time.
1: No, it's, it's a, it's a fun little, and there's still work, you know, being done on there and there's more stuff coming in all the time, which is awesome even in, you know, the middle of the pandemic. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a a side of Vegas. Maybe folks haven't seen before.
0: I concur. Well, listen, I think that's going to do it then for episode number three sixty one. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com/360vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs and honestly anything that we can slap a logo on. We're going to do that over at zazzle.com/360vegas. Now, if you'd like to provide some uh, feedback, written or audio, be it our friends John or Josh or Hugh, please do that through 360 Vegas podcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am
2: at 360 Vegas, Tony, Karen.
1: I am at 360 Vegas, Karen.
2: He just told you where you can find me. So until next time.